it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the next level network. Today might sound a little bit different. I got a new little interface thing. I'll tell you about that in a second um, and why I'm a little concerned. <laughs> so we'll get to that in just a bit. We have our question for this week, the hottest TV dad, because fair is fair. Thank you, Lockjaw. I got some fan mail, but I got a question about kind of a serious thing. So, I mean, it's not, it's more serious than like hottest TV dad. Let me put it that way. But it's not, you know, I'm not diving into political things, I don't think. Um, I guess we'll see when I get to the question. And we got a little bit of uh, baseball news. It's not good. And some NFL updates, some trades and a weird suspension. We may hear from the captain at the end of the show. I don't know what his schedule's like. He's a busy guy. He's got things to do. And we have a song, a new song from our dear friends, Everway. Everway, dude. Dude, they're from New Hampshire there. So that was bad. Oh, my God. I went in like, I like I know how to do it. I know how to do the new English accent, right? I know what's going on. But I also listen to a lot of Bill Burr, and I kind of make fun of what he does when he does his own accent, and that's kind of what I went with there. Hopefully, it'll be better later on. But um I don't know. So, yeah, I got a new toy. Oh, uh, if I didn't mention this last week, before I do that, yes, the ceiling got fixed. The problem was resolved in less than three days. So, up top, I think I mentioned that already. I don't remember if I put the resolution on the show or not, but it is fixed. We're good to go. I also, this weekend, fixed my own stuff. Uh, the front fence, one of the slats came off. I don't know what happened. Maybe the neighbor grabbed it on their way out. I don't know, but uh, just nailed that back in. And uh, fixed the uh, the pin on my basement door. Kept falling out because it broke. Cleanest break I've ever seen, by the way. And like a metal, whatever it's made of, the hinge pin that you put in there to keep the hinges on the door, right? Uh, and on the wall. Well, I had to get a new one. Had to knock the old one out because the top of it was in there. And the bottom kept falling out. And that was annoying. So I went to the hardware store, you know, hat in hand. Hey, I don't know how to do anything. Please help me fix this. And they did. They're very helpful. I got to go back sometime soon, actually, to get some other things. But... They're very helpful. Also, special shout out. I don't know if you listen anymore, if you just stopped listening after you were on, but Maggie, for watching Arthur the other day, much appreciated when we had to go do a thing. Um, yeah, let's. I'm not going to get into the whole story, mainly because of how it ended. I, I just rather, I don't feel comfortable diving into the whole thing. Some of you know what happened, but uh, the good news is our terrible neighbors have moved away. And I just really. I'm not trying to get into, again, not trying to go to the whole thing, but it's just a huge relief and a weight off my shoulders to not have to worry. I've tried this three times. I don't know what to, what to say here. It's just a relief to not have to worry about someone being angry that they can't park behind our house and just kind of being really petty and, uh, and whatever about it. And it's just really nice to not have to, anytime I walk outside, to not have to worry about what might happen or or what kind of conversation I might have to get into or avoid try to get out of because somebody got mad and uh and is trying to do whatever, you know, react to that. 
I don't know. Is that that's probably the best way to do it without really diving in? I don't know how this is going to sound when we're done because again, I tried that three times and I kind of kept giving away more information than I wanted. So the point is, it was really stressful for nearly a year. All this nonsense we were dealing with, and again, if you've been following the story, you know. And I'm I've made a point to not talk about it on the show just because I don't want to. So it's really great to not have to worry about that nonsense anymore. And um, I hope that our new neighbors are, uh, well, not like that. So there you go. All right. So, yeah, housekeeping's out of the way. We fixed some stuff. We took care of some stuff. And, um, and we're good there. How, how long have we have we been? We've been on this a while already. Well, no, because it's going to be less because I tried the other thing anyway. So before we get to the hot TV dad, we got something, uh, well, it's more like, it's like a real thing to talk about, because I got some fan mail. said, Pat, I loved your episode with Maggie, and I'm wondering, thank you, by the way, um, that was, you know, like I said, a tough thing, but a conversation that had to be had. So uh, anyway, sorry. Pat, loved your episode with Maggie. I'm wondering if you would be willing to talk about some more serious things instead of hot moms and favorite dads. All right, well... Cheap shot, first of all, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, wait, was there more? Did I miss? Oh, no. Then we got to the question. I know you're big on work from home. What do you think should be done with any empty offices now that people are or have shifted to working remotely? And also, any movement on getting heat down in your office? Well, I'll answer that one first. Not yet, but thank you for reminding me. I'll put a call out right now. If you are a licensed electrician, licensed, there we go, electrician, uh, I'd, I want to talk to you. I need an estimate on what you're, you would charge me to put in a new breaker on my box and a new outlet in my studio, office, garage, basement area so I can run a heater. All right? Somebody let me know. Ever write to Melting Pat. If you are a licensed electrician, I want to talk to you. Thanks. All right. So the question, um, what do you think should be done with empty office space now that employees have shifted to work remotely on a more permanent basis. Okay. Uh, thank you for the question. I don't know. This came in from the website, I think, so we don't have who did this, but it's fine. Uh, so I am still working from home until at least the end of June. I have a bad feeling that we're going to be called back in the summer. I just, I don't know. I just have a bad, and then maybe it shouldn't be a bad feeling, but I've gotten so used to my routine here and I've been, you know, being able to be home for my kid all the time pretty much and not spending all the money commuting and the time and all that. It's been really great for all the things and now that I don't have, you know, a terrible neighbor going on, none of that stuff happening, it's going to get a lot better, which is great and it's only going to be worse if I have to go back to anyway. I don't want to go back to the office. There. Put it that way. So, um I saw this answer, well this topic brought up a couple of places. So I'm not saying that this is a new thought. I'm not saying I came up with it, but I will echo the sentiment anyway. I think what should happen for this unused office space, turn it into housing. Because, all right, I understand that the big proponent or one of the big proponents of people wanting, of the older, uh, maybe not even older, but like the higher ups wanting employees in the office is one, they want to watch all the stuff you do, even though with the technology that we have, with all the you know, you get a VPN and all that, you can track. There are people, there are, you know, IT people who can track all the things you do on your work, uh, on your work gadgets, right? That's not, monitoring can be done from afar. So we're going to strike that one from the record. We're throwing that out. But really it's money, right? Because the people who own these buildings are being paid by the companies to lease them a lot of times. 
or maybe the company head owns the building and now they have to pay. They're paying for this big empty building. It's not doing anything and they're not getting anything back from it. I understand that. You want to make money. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, boohoo, rich people can't make more money. But I understand that you want to make money from this venture, I guess, when you invested in a building. And so turn it into housing. All right. First of all, if employees can work from home, let them. And if you're leasing your building, stop doing that. Don't pay the lease anymore. Save the company some money or at least turn that money into resources for working from home. And for the people who own the building, turn them into apartments, condos. You know, they're already kind of set up with heat and cooling and all that. They're already, some of them, segmented. What you'd have to do, put up some walls, right? I mean, it's not ideal. I'm not saying it's an ideal situation to turn an office into an apartment or a condo or whatever, or a living space. How about that? But it can be done. And then, you know, you charge people to live there, you're making some money back, right? I don't know that you're making as much money as you were with the office lease, but at least you're not paying, you know, property taxes and whatever on a building that's not being used. And you can get some of that money back by charging people. And and if you want to use, uh, what's the proper phrase here? Uh, affordable housing? Is that the is that the one that seems kind of a dirty word uh, anymore from what I've been reading? But at that point, you can get some subsidies from the government, right? You know, you do it, what's it, Section 8, public housing, whatever it is. And uh, I think that's how it works. Admittedly, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think that's, maybe I'm oversimplifying, but the core of it is, if you own the building, and now it's not being used for, a, you know, as an office, because people are working from home, because the company said, or you, maybe as the head of the company who also owns the building, good for you, by the way, said, hey, people can work from home, now what am I going to do with this building? You know, turn it into housing, let people live there. There is, uh, and here's the serious thing, there is, and I don't know if I want to call it an epidemic, maybe it is an official, you know, epidemic, I'm not going to pretend to know what the factors are there, but homelessness is an issue in this country. It's a real problem, and you can solve it by giving people a place to live. Not not giving. You're not, you know, they're not staying for free in this scenario, I would think, if you're trying to get some money back. But maybe if you do, you know, you do the whole public housing thing, get some money from the government. I'm in way over my head here. I'm aware. But you ask the question, I'm going to try to answer it as best I can. Um, but yeah, bottom line, turn it into housing. Don't worry about bringing people back to the office. If you can work from home, if you are, if any, uh, you know, employers and people who make these decisions are listening to this, I want you to hear me and also talk to my employer. If the job can be done remotely, let it be done remotely. You have no idea. Maybe you do, but if you don't, the level of, I don't even know what the word is right now, but the, the amount of stress that comes with a commute and having to spend all that money and time and, and deal with all that stuff with, uh, with going to the office and then you're trapped in your office for eight hours a day. Maybe you don't like your coworkers. Maybe they're annoying. Maybe they threatened you and still sat there and worked in the same spot for a year, right? Maybe you have that kind of scenario going on. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. But it's very stressful to have to leave your house an hour or more before you start work to get there. And then you're commuting another hour or hour and a half back. And it's just like, all right, so I just spent all that time. And then I spend more time away from my family, more time, more money I have to spend to get there and back, and just more general nonsense that can happen on a commute 
Whereas if you work from home, like in my case, it does take me an hour plus to get back and forth to work. And I don't get paid for that time. Like I'm not, that's the other thing. I'm not doing that for fun. If you're going to make me come in, start the clock when I leave the house, right? Like let me kind of log in when I leave the house and you start paying me even like a percentage of what I get a day. You know, maybe don't start the whole thing. Cause I, I imagine if this ever were to happen, if people were going to get paid to commute to work, I imagine they're not going to get the full allowance of their salary during the commute, right? Maybe if you pay me like a, like half of it or something, like I log in, you know, officially when I leave the house and then when I get there, you start paying me the full thing. I know that'd be wonky with the math and taxes, but you know, if we're going to, I'm trying to come into the middle here and, and meet the, uh, meet the big wigs halfway. But, you know, the level of, uh, I don't, again, I, I went with that phrase again, and I don't have a, I don't have a good way to wrap that. But, you know, if you want, uh, that's the second part of this. If you want people to come into the office, if you're, uh, if you are truly stuck on that idea, or maybe they can't work out of the office, maybe it doesn't work for everybody. I understand that, but then pay them for the commutes, right? Because they're not going to work for fun right? That's part of the job is going there, right? So pay them for, you know, for part of that. And uh, it would make me happier to go to the office. If I knew I was getting paid starting at 6.45 instead of 8 o'clock, that would be really great. And then I get paid from, you know, 4 to, you know, 5.30 or whenever I get home, right? I'd be a little, a little less agitated about it because like, Hey, yes, this commute's terrible and I hate doing it, but I'm also making money at this time. So, well then I guess the thing you'd run into if you're paying people as they're going home is how do you know that they're off the clock when they get home? Like what if you forget to sign out until seven o'clock, right? And you've been sitting at home for an hour. I guess that's, that's part of it, right? Then you have to kind of, I don't know. I don't want to get into like microchipping your employees, but man, you know, there are people who do that, by the way, there are companies that do that and people lined up gleefully to do it. That's insane. I think I've talked about that. Um, but anyway, turn it into housing. All right. Stop the leases on the buildings. They're expensive. Every staff meeting for like two and a half years at my job, the big complaint or one of them was these leases are too expensive. I got a solution. Let us all work at home. It just bothered me a lot that that was a complaint that none of us could do anything about. And uh, now that we have a solution, now we're working at home, it's, uh, it's great. So end the leases, turn it into housing, let people live there, make some of the money back, whatever you got to do. Just don't force people back into the office just because, right? You can solve two problems here. Number one, people are more productive and happier, at least I am, working at home, not having to commute and all that stuff. And you help solve the homelessness problem in this country and everything works out fine. I know that's very idealistic. I'm aware of that. but. Uh, we've been, we've been on this for a while, right? How long have we been here? Like 10 minutes longer than that. Oh my gosh. All right. Anyway, this is what happens when you get Pat talking about something that he cares about is, uh, is I kind of just keep going and then my brain kind of branches off into other things. So there you go. That thank you for the question. Uh, too long. Didn't listen. Turn unused office spaces into housing public or otherwise. So there you go. Problem solved with that. And uh, yeah, I'll talk about, if you want me to talk about like serious stuff, I'll do it. I don't mind. Just understand going in that I don't have a lot of expertise in things you may be asking me to talk about. 
So you that's that's why you get this. Like I'm not gonna like I think I read that one yesterday and didn't really dive into any kind of numbers on it. But I generally like I'll put the question like if you send it to me on Wednesday or uh, let's say Friday, and I don't do the show till Wednesday, I'll look at it Friday, put it in the notes for Jerome, and then I won't look at it again until I start recording the show. So keep that in mind. If I uh, like don't I don't want to talk about like super serious stuff. Like I'm not going to talk about what's going on in the Ukraine. Nobody should have to go through what they're going through. I think I said that last week. Um, but if you want me to talk about stuff other than like hot moms and dads, by all <laughs> means, let me know. All right. Speaking of, we did hot moms last week. Fair is fair. We're doing hot TV dads. So who is the hottest TV dad? And the bracket is live now at themeltypat.com. So go vote. And the mom one is still, is that still on? Hold on. I just hit the microphone arm. So if it made a weird noise, I do apologize. I looked at it right before I, I started doing the thing. So I want to see, are we done with the hottest TV mom? Yes, it is done. The hottest TV mom one is done. Sorry to let you down. Um, who is, who won, by the way? We should probably put that in here. How do I pick winner? Just tell me who they voted for. Come on. All right, we're going we're gonna to take care of this. Uh, we'll take care of this off air because uh, I just saw that it's over. So, yes, congratulations to whoever won. I can't figure that out yet. I've never used this site before, and it's really weird. But anyway, Hottest TV Dad is uh, is running until March 16th. So you have until Wednesday to get your pick in, get your vote in for the Hottest TV Dad. Not as many choices, but some good ones and some joke ones. Taylor and Weathervane, thank you both, said Jesse Katsopoulos. And I hope I said that right. I didn't watch Full House. I know. Blasphemy. But... Uncle Jesse is your number one seed there. That's a solid pick. He was always, you know, he was the hottest guy on TV. It was usually him. Uh, Dale says John Goodman, and he didn't specify, but I took that to mean John Goodman playing Dan Connor from Roseanne and not from the Connors. So fat John Goodman, not skinny, older John Goodman. That's a that's an interesting pick. I like it. Woken Wheel says Greg... Evigan, Evigan, my uh, from my two dads, and he's been around. That guy's been around a long time. So I picked one, a picture of his from the '80s to use for the bracket. So I hope, uh, I hope that did you well. I don't know. Thank you, Rhiannon says Rhiannon, Rhiannon. I do this every time she answers a question. Tell me how to say your name. <laughs> Gomez Adams, played by John Aston. That is a great pick, and I know who Paul Williams, our dear friend from our Looks Behind Podcast Zero here at the network. Uh, I know he's who he's going to pick to win. So there you go. X-Rod, this one made me laugh, so I put it in. He said, PC principles. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? Love it. I love it. And for a second, I forgot that PC principal had kids, and then I remembered the PC babies with, um, who was it? Vice principal strong woman? So is that what it was? Ah, South Park. Nuts. Let's see. Says Ned Flanders. Stupid, sexy Flanders. There you go. That's solid. That's funny. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Uh, Jill says Cordell Walker. That's the Jared Padalecki version, not Chuck Norris. Although, well, number one, I knew that Jill wasn't going to pick Chuck Norris for Hot TV Dad. And number two, I don't think the OG Walker Texas Ranger had children. And I watched a lot of the show. Maybe I've seen them all. I don't remember him having kids. So, yes, that is the Jared Padalecki Walker, not Chuck Norris. I need to make that distinction. And finally, Danielle says, Alan Thicke from Growing Pains. Danielle actually 
and I don't remember what his uh, character name was. Seaver? What was the other name? I don't remember. Anyway, Danielle actually put down like four or five names, and I said, no, no, you have to make a choice. It's not who are hot TV dads. It's who is the hottest TV dad, and she put a bunch of emojis next to Alan Thicke's name. So we went with that one. So your bracket is uh, Jesse Katsopoulos, Dan Connor, Greg Ivigan. I don't know the character's name in My Two Dads. I probably should have looked that up. Uh, Gomez Adams, PC Principal, <laughs> Ned Flanders, Cordell Walker, and uh, Alan Thicke from Growing Pains. There you go. That got confusing for me for a second. Because for the moms, I think I did character names and not actor names. But I, I don't know why I didn't do that this time. But anyway, the bracket is live until March 16th. Um, and then we will officially crown our hottest TV mom and dad as soon as I can figure out how to look at the results. Uh, it's on a site called WooBox, by the way. And I've never used it. And I really, I think the problem is I also didn't read the instructions on what to do with all the things. I just kind of made the bracket and shared it on the website and uh, and went from there. So hopefully it comes out all right. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the hottest mom is done. Hottest dad is uh, on until March 16th. So make your selections and uh, and I will uh, we'll reveal them next week. Right? Yeah, because it'll be done on Wednesday. And that's usually when I do the show. So there you go. Hottest TV mom and dad. We'll reveal it at the same time because I think that'd be better. And because uh, I don't want to stop the show and try to figure out how to do that. So there you go. All right. If you do not like sports, it is almost your time to get on out of here because after the song, we're talking baseball. Not a lot of good news. We got some NFL updates for you. And hopefully we'll hear from the captain. If not, it's fine. Um, but yeah, if you don't like sports, then uh, thanks for coming. And I gave you what, 20 minutes? Almost. So there you go. You're welcome, I guess. I don't know. Um, so we have a song from our friends Everway. Dude, dude, Everway, they're back on the show, dude. Dude, they're never going to come on the show again, dude. They never came on the show, but they're they're ne- they're definitely going to say, dude, dude, you got to stop playing the music, dude. You can't make fun of the way we talk, dude. You got to stop. That almost went into Long Island. There you go, a little Hope Vista for you. Um, but thank you to Everway. <laughs> say it properly once when you do when you do the thing um everwayofficial.com that's e-e-v i'm sorry e-v-e i just read it too fast e-v-e-r-w-a-y official.com this is their latest song it is called giving up it's everway dude everway it's the i'm sorry it's the melting pad on the next level network Yeah.
There you have it, our friends, Everway with their latest. It is called Giving Up. Everway, dude, everwayofficial.com, dude, everwayofficial.com. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's the Melting Fat. Sorry to the band, not to any of you. You all understand. The band doesn't know. They don't know. Well, they do, actually. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry. The Melting Fat, the next level network. So hold on. Let's do this real quick, and then I got a little... Fun story, which I think I told. Here you go. I felt okay about that. I kind of like, uh, there was no like pause before. It was like, hey, let's do it. All right. Uh, everwayofficial.com. So when I first played them, I don't even know when, but I remember one of them, or maybe it was from the band account, shared it on Twitter, a video of him watching or listening to the show. And when I was like, dude, dude, they're never going to come on the show, dude. He just starts cracking up. And that was like the best. Hey, somebody played our music. Like, hey, I, you know, I'm listening to you talk about us and stuff. That was one of the best, like, thanks for doing this for us I've ever heard uh, in my life. So thank you for that. Whoever, whichever band member did that, I, I greatly appreciate it. And I can't wait for the next one there, dude, uh, ever. <laughs> Why? Why am I insulting them when I'd like to have them on the show? I don't know. I don't have time to have people on the show, though. Like, it's got to be really... My window for having anybody on the show has shrunk to, like, two days a week for, like, three hours at a time. So, I don't know. If we can figure it out, it'd be great. Sometimes I get really lucky, but I don't know. Um, There you go. Everwayofficial.com giving up their latest single. There it was for you right there. And that is all. If you don't like sports, you can get on out of here. See you later, Prince. Thanks for coming. Um, Is he going to appreciate being called out like that, Pat? I don't know. I don't even know if he's going to listen. I have no idea. But uh, I love the shouting people out. I love the shouting people also. Scott Steiner, one of the best pro wrestlers, because he did a lot of shouting. And it was funny. Anyway. God, Pat, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? I, You know what? 
my brain's in a weird spot right now. You know, the kid and the stressor of the neighbor being gone. It's like a weird mess because I'm still exhausted, but I also feel better mentally than I have in months. So I wrote all about it, actually. It's free on Patreon. I will share the link in the show notes um, if you'd like to read about just how I'm really feeling after all this stuff. Because it was a whole combination of things, and I don't want to dive into it and bore you now. But um, there you go. So the, I, I wrote, see, we are got some serious stuff going on here today. I don't, and then we talked about hot dads, and then I made fun of people from New Hampshire. So I, I don't know what's going on today. Like, it's just a weird, man, I don't. I don't know. All right. Uh, if you don't like sports, then uh, thanks for coming. I'll talk to you next week. We may have a guest, I think. If it works out, if everything works out as I hope it will, next week we will be talking to a guest. I don't want to say who it is. Um, I don't want to say who it is because I don't want to have it fall through and then have to come back and be like, no, sorry. Um, so, yeah, come on back for that, I guess. Uh, we got to shoehorn this in because we got some breaking news. That's right. Three hours ago, when I recorded the rest of the show, there was no real movement between the baseball players and the owners. And now, as of, uh, I don't know, hours later, <laughs> we have a deal in place. There will be baseball. It is very exciting. And um, from what I have read, I almost said from what I've been told, like someone, like one of the insiders called me and said, hey, Pat, fix your show real quick before uh, you're done. Um, so, yeah, from what I have seen, they're going to try to play all 162, so rescheduling and probably some more seven-inning doubleheaders, which I didn't mind at all. And so, yes, we have baseball spring training. We'll start immediately, and then, uh, yeah, we'll pick up. At some point, we will have some baseball games. I didn't see a, a target date for when the season will begin, but I would think they'd need three or four weeks to get ready, you know, the players to get ready spring training-wise, going through all that stuff. So probably a month from now, uh, so it'll still be a little bit, off from when uh, we were supposed to start, but uh, this is good. This is a good thing. We are back. We are playing baseball, and I get to watch baseball. I'm not playing, uh, or I might. You know, the kid's not big enough yet, but uh, eventually, right? Maybe I'll have somebody teach him how to actually play well because uh, I'm not good at it, but we get to watch baseball. I am very excited about it, and uh, another baseball note. So now this means that uh, – Whenever baseball gets going, this is kind of the bummer part of this that I wanted to bring up, that uh, Apple TV Plus will have exclusive rights to Friday games, some doubleheaders on Fridays, which means if your team is playing in one of those games, unless you have Apple TV Plus, you will not be able to watch them. So yeah, they're not going to be on the local network. They're not going to be anywhere else, which is disappointing. It's not surprising. The league's trying to make money and trying to do whatever. Um, they did some series on Peacock last year, a couple of them, and it was kind of annoying to do, and they've done Facebook and YouTube games and all that. I just don't understand, and I don't know that I ever will, even though uh, I do get that it's about money, but I will never get why the sport seems to not want people to watch the games. Like, you just want to be able to turn on your TV to whatever channel it is your team usually plays on and watch the game. Like, you don't want to deal with blackouts or uh, exclusive things or whatever for services you don't have. And uh, I'm not just mad about this because I don't have Apple TV Plus and don't plan to get it, but um, yeah, I think it's just bad for the game. So uh, the bad news is there going to be some, there will be some exclusive games on a service that you might not have that I don't have. And uh, the good news is we'll get to watch baseball in some capacity this season. So there we go. That this was longer initially. I went on a whole rant on uh, MLB.tv and blackouts and Apple TV and all this other stuff and the players and owners. 
bickering back and forth, but I decided let's cut all that out and just celebrate the fact that we will have baseball at some point this year. I'll update you as soon as I know. And yeah, Apple TV Plus will get some exclusive Friday doubleheaders. So if you have Apple TV Plus and you'd like to lend me your login, let me know. So I can, if the Phillies play, if the Phillies play on a Friday, let me know. I'll come over. Tell you what, I'll come over and we'll watch your thing, your Apple TV thing, whatever you have that on. And uh, let's not do anything nefarious. I'll come over and watch the game with you. Sound good? You don't want me to come over, do you? No? All right. Well, then I'll listen on the radio. I love baseball on the radio anyway. So there you go. That's your baseball. And uh, we do have some NFL stuff. So let's, I don't remember how I transitioned out of the original segment to get to the NFL stuff. So probably there's be a sound effect. Uh, but baseball is back. We're going to be able to watch baseball at some point this season. I am very excited about that. And now let's, um, I don't know, sound effect our way back to the rest of the show and talk some football. NFL news for you before we go. Uh, Russell Wilson traded to the Denver Broncos, and that seems really like, didn't a month ago the coach just say we're not looking at offers for Wilson, and all of a sudden here comes Denver? So there you go. That's interesting. Carson Wentz in a, will be on his third team in three years. He was traded from the Colts to the Washington football team. Commanders, what a dumb name, too. Um, funny thing, the Eagles traded him to the Colts, and they got a first-round pick for him. And the Colts traded him to another team before the Eagles got to use that pick. I think that's really funny. And finally, for NFL stuff, yeah, we're rolling through because I don't want to edit all this. Uh, Calvin Ridley, receiver for the Falcons. He has been suspended for all of next season for gambling. And here's what I'll say. Plenty of smarter people have uh, have taken this on, so I'm not going to sit on it for a while. But the optics are bad on this. First of all, obviously, like, don't bet on the sport that you play. I guess that's a lesson. Or if you're going to do it, get somebody to do it for you. You know, get a guy or use a fake name or something. Like, don't use your real name. That's just dumb. But also, from the NFL side of it, they suspended him for a year for gambling when he was not playing with the team at the time. He took last year off to deal with some mental health issues. I can't imagine this helps. But, you know, he gets a year for gambling when guys who have done much worse things off the field, let's just leave it there, have gotten like two, three, four games. And it just doesn't make any sense to me that he gets a year for this. And maybe, you know, we're going to make an example. But, you know, the optics are terrible. And also the league is now partnered with DraftKings, FanDuel, uh, BetMGM, you know, all these sportsbook places, all these gambling places where now you can legally bet on the NFL and they show you the commercials all day long when they play the games, but the players do it. And you now I get it, insider info, whatever. But the fact that you can't do it, even though you're not with the team, it just, I don't know, it just looks bad. And a year for that when guys get, you know, a quarter of that much time off, time off, time suspended when they do much worse things. It, all This whole situation is bad. Everybody was wrong. And, um, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, it's not really going to hurt the NFL. If you really think about it, because people are still going to watch. I'm still going to do a game of the week. People are still going to bet on the games. People are still going to go to the games. Somebody will now buy a bunch of Calvin Ridley jerseys just because. So that'll help him, I guess. And, um, yeah, so will this change anything? Probably not. But it's just really weird that he gets a year for gambling when he wasn't with the team was officially like on the exempt list, I guess. And guys who did much worse get that. And then the league is part, it's just a whole mess. All right. So 
Uh, well, the AFC West is going to be really fun next year. Now you have Russell Wilson in Denver. And uh, I'm looking forward to the 30 for 30 on Carson Wentz when he retires in probably like three years. Because <laughs> what a story. Like, what a fall. Number two pick in the draft. Gets the team on the brink of the Super Bowl. Blows out his knee. The team wins the Super Bowl anyway. And then he just kind of spirals on the field. It's just what a, oh man, what a mess. So he gets to play the Eagles twice next year and the Washington football team plays the Colts. So he gets all, he gets to run the gamut next year. So there you go with that. Um, what a mess. I got all, I mean, the Sixers, did they win yesterday or two days ago? They did. I think, I think they, whoever they beat, I, I watched Arthur and I watched it together and I think they won. But uh, I didn't write it down. So like I said, my brain's mush. So there you go. All right, that's all the stuff I got to tell you for today. So for now, we will turn it over, I hope, to the captain who will tell us what's going on with the fly guys. I don't think it's very good, but we'll see. Maybe he'll just dump on them for two minutes, and I'll have fun editing that when he's driving somewhere. Uh, so good, sir. Oh, if you're there, that'd be great. If not, that's fine, too. But we get our hopes up, as we, uh, as we always do. And uh, say, good, sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Dang it. And if you're not there, that's fine, too. Thank you, my friend. I'm about to pat the next level network. That, I should have reversed those things. I'm not doing it again. But there you go. So maybe you heard from the captain. Maybe we did not. I don't know. But that is the end of the show. My thanks to everyone for uh, weighing in on the Hot TV Dads. The bracket is live at TheMeltyPat.com right now. You can also find all of my stuff there and all the network stuff at TheNextLevelNetwork.com. My thanks to Everway, dude, Everway, dude, giving up their latest song. It's out now. Go get it. Tell them I sent you, and they will be mad at you because you're my friend, and I just made fun of them again. Uh, no, everwayofficial.com. Thank you very much for the tune. And uh, next single that comes out, maybe come on the show. How's that sound? Good? No? You don't want to talk to me anymore? Okay, no problem. Um, oh, my thanks to whoever sent in the question about the work-from-home thing. Uh, we got a little reel at the top, and uh, and I'm sorry if that's not your bag, but sometimes we do. People ask questions, and I do. I do my best to answer them, so there you go. Also, thanks to my crappy neighbor for finally moving and relieving me of so much goddamn stress. Oh, my goodness. There we go. That's all. That's it, right? We're good? We're good. I did all the all the stuff with the legal things and whatnot. Uh, this has been an 8-Boiling production. G-11 Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. We did it. Next week, we may have a guest. I don't know yet. And I will hopefully be able to figure out these results so I can reveal the hottest TV mom and dad as voted on by you. Thank you very much for participating. Thank you for being here. That is our show. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but girls got the bait on the front porch. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold.
right What a man, it's like it's right Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cold, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Go, 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 go He's something from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah uh, Cause I'm feeling kind of boy One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice, didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the ball, so every deck of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them full drinks, they got me a bottle. I must tell you, I'm the Kool Aid kid. Will you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge? Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh huh, I'm kinda thirsty. Yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. 